0: what's up my little chicken nuggets welcome to episode 35 of the coffee club podcast we're here in the studio today right before the boys leave this afternoon slash evening off to birmingham i was about like when i said that in my head i was thinking birmingham alabama that's where
1: everyone it? keeps thinking we're going to race about <laughs> that. <it there. laughs> when when we saying "Birmingham," wrong?
0: yeah, yeah, someone commented that you meant to say "Birmingham," but with a British accent, I guess.
1: Birmingham, I'm not gonna <laughs> do it. Let's hear it. Ollie. I'm not gonna do it. Well, you're no. gonna, you're strong, gonna be man. the best at this. On, give us one.
0: Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> I can't Birmingham. even. When I try to, over, like, I think I'm overthinking the accent. I can't even think of how to do a British accent right we'll now. We'll
1: find out when we get in there.
0: You're right, mate. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! You sound like you're from London.
1: You sound like
0: you're from London. Yeah, I'm lost. I have no idea how you meant to say that town's name. Now, I'm so confused. You oh, can I have twenty quid. <laughs> but yeah, so we're, we're getting in an episode a little early in the week because the boys are about to take off. But we're going to be covering the meat. It's the Diamond League uh, second round, I guess you would call it. Second round. Second round of the Diamond League out of how many rounds are there? Who knows? Uh, who knows? But the boys have uh, a very big one coming up. So that, most of the episode will probably be about that. Before we get into that, we got a couple of quick coffee shout outs today. First one is to our faithful Jordan Donnelly, man from on, man that knows how to get shit done. He's got us some coffee from a company called La Capra, which is Oof. based in Denmark, so they probably don't say it like that. I don't know, I like it like that. (laughs) That was good. What does it mean, George? The goat. Is that in Danish? No, it's got to be Spanish. Spanish? Yeah. Does
1: that mean mean the greatest of all time? Yeah, in Spanish. The greatest of all time. (coughs) So. Probably. That's the greatest coffee of all time. (laughs) It It has been pretty good. It's been damn good.
0: And Ollie, you have a very special coffee shout out today. Yes.
1: My parents, who sent a package like, I don't know, two months ago, sent this package from Cairns. Black Mountain cans. That's the most Australian. Cairns. Cairns. You have to say that. You word. have to Super say that when Australian, Australian. Cairns. Cairns. Yeah, cans. Cans. Is that how I said it? Yeah. yeah. So cans. So thank you very much, Mum and Dad. We will be drinking this. Shout out to Greggy and Katie. Kate the great Kate. Katie
0: K. Yeah, thanks guys. And merch update. Very quickly, took the designs and the samples into the shop yesterday. I think we'll get our samples done in the next two or three weeks. I think it's going to take a really long time. Still, is <laughs> every single step of it just takes way longer than we thought. But yeah, those samples will be coming out in the next couple of weeks or so, and we'll get the pictures. Then do the pre-orders. But now that we've uh, finished all that stuff, so what's happened in the running world this past weekend was actually the first round of the Diamond League, which took place in good old Doha, a very beautiful country. Not really. It's really hot. Fun experience? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. it is. <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to talk shit about them. I feel like there's a lot of powerful Qataris out there, but I don't know. It's actually a pretty cool, unique place. It's one of those places, and I think all of us will have these places as we go through our careers where you're like, man, I'm really happy I got to go race here because it's a unique, cool place, but I would probably never pay to go here. I wouldn't spend, You wouldn't go on vacation then. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to that much effort to go there. I'd probably choose somewhere else because it is... Is kind of what you would expect. I mean, okay, there's a lot of, like, fucked up shit with that country, which I think everyone knows about. Yeah. Uh, A lot of just crazy wealthy people, and then a lot of people that are just, like, grinding to survive and, like, are sending money back home to their families, like, from all these different countries in Africa and all this different stuff. But it's a legit, like, sandy desert, and there's, like, the actual markets and stuff, kind of like what you would expect. And that stuff is pretty cool. There's a lot of nice smells there. Have you guys been to like a mosque or anything, and they they burn. It's mm-hmm. like a certain type of incense, almost just said incest, <laughs> that they burn. And you burn it, incest? Yeah, and it smells so good. And so you get that smell all around the markets and everything there, which is really cool. The food is pretty good, pretty unique. There's a really nice museum that we went to, and I think we had cow tongue or something as one of the dishes, and it was pretty yum. Seriously? Yeah. My parents, it was a bit of a treat after the race, after racing watch yeah did you have a few days
1: there yeah
0: we had a bunch of days there because i don't know why but yeah i was with my parents there just chilling and it was it was cool they they took me on some cool stuff we didn't do any of like the you can go out actually into like more desert and go on the camels or like the mm-hmm. the atvs type stuff we didn't do any of that but around the city we did a bit of exploring and it was pretty cool pretty random place but yeah so they have the diamond league there uh, it's kind of always the first one mm. or the second one.
1: It's similar to the F one because like isn't F one start like it ends in Middle East and then it kind of starts in Middle East too, right? It's kind of normally changed. it's supposed to start in Australia every year. Yeah, but, but it recently, recently it has been. I think yeah. normally it always finishes, so it kind of starts at that part of the world and then slowly moves over. I think the yeah. Diamond is kind of similar. Would you say?
0: Yeah, it makes sense because if you didn't host it as the first one, it's going to be so hot. Yeah, because it's probably already extremely hot there. Mm -hmm. so i guess they have to do it as the first one but it was a bit of a shame because it's normally a very quick one they get some really good a lot of the really good canyons and stuff go over and they're just ready to go and often some of the aussies like the mtt guys are racing it and they they normally knock out the qualifier if they haven't already got it there but i don't know apparently it's just windy as all heck this year
1: yeah they had to cancel the pole vault it was so windy but did they not even do it indoors i I I think they did the next day indoors
0: Yeah, so it was kind of a, a bit of a shame in terms of running quick, but I think the races themselves were still pretty amazing. Yeah. We had the 800.
1: 800 was very much much more of a tactical affair. I think the winner was 149. Um, Wait, who won it? Do we know? A uh, no, really young Kenyan. Apparently he was Quebec, like 17. I think about 17 one, or 18. Yeah, 18. 149. Um, mm-hmm. Brazier was 6th, 150. Yeah. Um, Peter Ball, Australian guy, doing well off his... Uh, great olympics with fourth he got second um yeah but yeah it, look, it looked like it was a much more of a tactical race which was which was cool yeah Dude, I mean, diamond league winning 149 that's insanely it's, the first, slow. I think it's the first time in 13 years to one like th- that slow really? especially when the pace yeah. was sawinski's pace was like 50, written down as 50.5 i think he ran i think he <laughs> yeah. went through in like 50 i think they did a negative split i i can't say too much i didn't look at it as it. much but um he was like 54 Demo, yeah dominates are cool because you've got the best athletes in the world and they're always going to be racing like pretty cool races You know. yeah
0: i think we do have to give a big shout out to peter ball yeah. our aussie friend and he was actually at the olympics he was in the room right next to ollie and i so we got to spend a lot of time with he's, him. he's a real cool character very professional at this point he's been on the scene for quite a while <laughs> you know he's done a lot of racing through europe and a lot of representing australia in his time and he's very casual about it but has just absolutely come on in the last i mean i don't know when it started because the covid stuff always kind of confuses it a bit because i don't think he did did a ton of traveling like through covid but he at the olympics he was fourth right Mm. he was leading with
1: like 100 (laughs) ago yeah he he raced it so well he looked so good to get a middle with like a hundred to go. Oh, it it was hard to to watch because like I thought he'd yeah. win. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then from that point onwards he hasn't put A foot wrong, I think. I don't know if he's just been healthy for the longest time in his career up to this point, and now he's just getting the results. His squad and coach in Australia are really
1: good, really, really, really well, well, credited. like it's
0: very specific, like 800 squad, so it's yeah. pretty cool to see. So,
1: shout he's, out to him. He's got a great mentality, yeah. too. He's I a great him, person to be around. I saw them doing some crazy lifting in Levin <laughs> one summer, like it's Dude. very 800 training. Well, like he, they run so fast.
0: He's cheating because. He is the type of person, the type of body type where I feel like even if he didn't train, he would just look absolutely jacked yeah, and, yeah. So, <laughs> and so fit. And then, <laughs> and then he, he goes in the gym and lifts some weights and he gets a bit sweaty and he just looks like the best athlete in the world. That was amazing. <laughs> <He's-> <laughs> I'm so jealous. <laughs> but yeah, so that's Pete. I mean, hopefully he just keeps it going. That's a great way to get the season rolling for him. I suppose he's probably already qualified for everything because he won nationals and he would have the time. So that's pretty sweet. And then what are the other races? The 1500? The
1: 1500. Um, It was windy going into it. So we kind of knew that it wasn't going to be necessarily a fast race. But it was still kind of quick. I mean, the winner, Gipsang is just killing it right now. So he he won that very convincingly in front of uh, Chariot. 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 335. Uh, and we had two Aussie boys in there uh Rambo was six with 338 and then Stewie had had a tough day in the office he was 348 with 11th so a lot of those races like you look at the fields are pretty good fields Diamond League is always going to be good fields so um but it looked like a pretty cool race Ronnie, I think I keep saying he's like just he's moving straight to strength he's going to be very very um can be interesting to watch it, concerning for Stewie honestly I mean, he his season last year was unbelievable. Yeah, and a couple of setbacks in the winter, and man, like sit back pretty far. Well, you, not you can for much longer, but I don't think it's not. I don't think it's unfair to say that he probably had the best fifteen hundred meter season Australians had. Yeah, for a very long time. Yeah, a hundred percent. So, like for him. Obviously, when you have a season like that, the next season you're going to be like, okay, like let's move forward with it. And definitely, sometimes you have setbacks. That's what running is about, you know. Like people will quickly forget, um, mm-hmm. help you know your history and what you've been racing in the previous years. So hopefully, um, it's the first time in league. You know, it's still such an early time before like all of the major champs coming up. So yeah, I hope he um he gets gets rolling with it and gets ba- you know back to where he wants to be.
0: Yeah, I guess the weird thing is we don't know exactly what is going on with him. Obviously. Yeah as we talked about previously in the podcast, there's reasons he didn't race nationals and Mm -hmm. he had some issues in the Australian season, which he normally crushes that as well. And we believe he had COVID and then struggled to after or something. And so (laughs) that's just such, if that is the reason, which it seems like it might be, that's just such an annoying reason to
1: be like what's affecting you.
0: So yeah, definitely we feel for him and we hope that he just gets back to his old ways because the way that he's been crushing it on the circuit for the last three
1: years or whatever it's been it's been fun to watch too amazing. actually he's a fun racer to watch yeah 100 and it's cool as an australian seeing him do that you're like okay he can do it like hopefully other australians can like follow his path of just going out there and crushing races and at, at such a high level so yeah he's been a great um, example mean, of that having you and stewie third and fourth in the Dunn League final and ranked in the world last year for Australia, that's insane. Yeah. It's it's a cool thing and it's hopefully giving a lot of attention for Australians in that kind of event. But yeah, yeah hopefully he's, he gets gets back to healthy fit training and I know um leading forward he'll probably be in a few when, more nine leagues. When does Australia pick the rest of the team? Did we decide?
0: It's whenever the qualification period ends. So I it's assume that's is it. En- mid to end to end of June. Late of June. So I mean who knows? I think he can get picked, like no matter what, pretty much. I don't know if they would if he's in, hasn't raced as well this year. I think there's a chance they would still pick him based off what he's already achieved, like, how good he is, and how good they know he can be. So I don't know. I think looking at that race as well, though, you got to say Kip saying who is fourth at the Olympics, right? He's got to be like the best 1500 meter runner in the world, like right in this moment, right now. You would it, think?
1: I would say so, just because Jakob mm-hmm. hasn't raced yeah i guess he beat I guess, chariot i guess it's hard also he... hasn't raced i say to and this is the cool thing that we'll, we'll lead into but like those guys when they start to come head to head that's when you really start to see who's the best i think we'll okay, find yeah. out in the next two weeks because like yeah. with birmingham and pre all those people are racing two massive yeah. meets with a lot of talent in there you've got a guy like jakob who knows how to win races you have got chariot who knows how to win races defending world champion coming into this year and you have to world indoor champion looking really strong so yeah um, it's gonna be cool to see because
0: <laughs> the the other performance for keep saying which we didn't mention was I think it was just one week ago he ran a 331 in Kenya in the in the race there, which was a pretty big race, and there's a lot of really good people in that race, and he toasted Waxed them. them. Waxed he ran 3:31. I don't know what the altitude was. Was it 7,000 yeah.
1: feet? I mean, the NCAA conversion was 3:25. Yeah, so <laughs> to be able to do that, he beat, he beat Chalimo by 10 seconds. Yeah, <laughs> Chalimo ran 3:41. So
0: clearly, he is in absolutely unreal form right now. He didn't so. even look
1: tired after that. I just like the video off. He just looked like he was. <clears throat> Just getting shit done. Right. My money's on Ollie. Yeah. <laughs> <only take> <laughs> I mean, like, I, I the one thing, I guess we can talk about Birmingham. We can get yeah, into it now. The one thing it. that's exciting about Birmingham is uh, I think George and I in particular have got in some really great training and it's going to be pretty cool to be able to race guys like this because leading up to, like, a major championship, the, the amount of chances you get to race, like, people like Kip Seng and Tefera and Josh Kerr, like, they're very limited amounts. So, be able to, like, go in there and, like, have a bit of fun with it as well as like getting used to being around them leading up to like a world championships it's going to be a great experience i think george and i are ready to to whatever gets thrown at us i think we're able to to deal with it so it's going to be really exciting um and also two guys from the oec competing in the diamond league yeah pretty sick so it's pretty cool to have that happen and yeah
0: so just looking at the field for the birmingham 1500 which yeah both these boys are racing in this week when this episode comes out so, it's pretty much all the best people in the world except for. Is, is Chariot racing or no?
1: I don't think Jakob would Chariot around. Okay. I think they're both running pretty the next week. Okay.
0: So, apart from them, it's like all
1: the hashtag heavy hitters, you would say. It, it's a lot of heavy hitters in there. And um, Josh yeah. Kerr. Another, race, of, against Josh another Kerr. race against Josh Kerr. Another race against my boy Kerr. It's going to be fantastic, particularly in, in, uh, in his homeland. He's got you home. Uh, uh, well, actually, do you call really. the UK he's is, from Scotland. Do you call yeah. it the UK a country? What do you call the UK? Because it's like a bunch of countries. I don't know if joke, I say like he's from back from his it's from his country because he's Scottish
0: I normally just call them dickheads but <laughs>
1: so, yeah it's but joke uh, joke.
0: If, joke. I love British joke banter banter yeah. Um, yeah. I
1: mean, I'm really excited for it because I think Tefera is particularly coming off a I'd say disappointing Olympics for him he didn't make through the first round to winning and beating Jakob in the world indoors like he's got a lot a of he's got a lot of um, heavy hit potential so and what also, you, like George yeah. and I, as I mean, I think George and I would agree with. We just want to get scalps. We just want to, you know, we both want to win the race. We both want to, like. Well, the thing is, Bur- Birmingham is definitely not known for perfect racing conditions, and I think there is rain in the forecast. Mm. So, like Gates, you know, said. It, like Gates said, exactly. Yeah, it might be just more, you know, more racing, racing for places, as opposed to a three twenty eight race in Doha. Yeah, in perfect 100%. conditions. Not that 100%. that was either, but
0: yeah. Wait, do we have a nickname for Josh Kerr on this show? What I did have him? one,
1: but I didn't want—I don't want to use it. Oh, is it too—is it too bad? <laughs> too yeah, offensive? yeah, it's that one. <laughs> oh, yeah,
0: we were <laughs> no, that's, that's too much. <laughs> oh, we should call him Josh Kerr for now. I Why was going to call him
1: Josh Curb. Curb. Yeah, curb, yeah. yeah. like like like, curb, like get the curb. Oh yeah, I think we can do better. than that. Or Josh Cobb. Cobb. Oh, dude, I can't think of one right now. Yeah. Uh, ribby ribbage is so easy, you know. Ribby 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 ribbage. Dude, how is rib- that going? Rib- he ran a uh, sound five k. He was in our race. He, was, he just yeah. got engaged. Congratulations! Yeah, Rubic is definitely listening to this. So yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 yeah. Speaking of Josh, you 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 hyped up Josh Kerr a lot before that five k. I did. I did. Well, I, I, there was definitely uh, talk of thirty no's. I definitely heard. That no, come I out thought at, thirteen teens to thirty no's, I thought yeah.
0: That's what I honestly would have said as I well. Say, yeah. Because I, can,
1: I just feel like a lot of 15 guys that are like at his level are running 13-0s, 13 13-teens, 13 5Ks. Yeah, I just feel yeah. like why
0: are you going to race a 5K if you don't think you're going to...
1: I think he thought that coming in it. too, he just must have had a bad day in the office. Yeah, we didn't talk about that, huh? We, didn't we mention mentioned that. that, well, Brooks didn't have a great day in the office Yeah. for that race. Because I think David Ribeye didn't have a great race either. Um, just a rust buster, Just though. a rust buster. They haven't even done speed work. They haven't yeah. even touched speed work. <laughs> or so, strength, I heard. Oh, yeah. Or running in general. They've just been getting engaged. <laughs> they've just so, been doing those drills. They've been doing drills, 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 sitting in a pull-out chair and uh, getting engaged. So yeah. they've, do, they've been living, fun. living the dream. But they'll they'll be getting to get some hard training. And I, I imagine going to compete in the Birmingham Diamond League as a UK um, athlete would be pretty sick. So. I
0: don't doubt that Josh Kerr is going to go into this race with a massive hard-on, wanting to just... <laughs> just tear off. rip everyone up, yeah that's just that's the way he i think he approaches most of his races in particular races when he goes back home to do them so i think mm-hmm. he's going to be very very motivated to to do that and i wonder i guess these th- races like this sometimes are a bit of a factor in the selection of the british team mm. they actually in their criteria i think they reference races like this sometimes as like well is this the,
1: like australia only like the winner they British have they have top auto? two i think oh, yeah. might be I think you're right
0: and then the number three is discretionary so races like this because for anyone who doesn't know when a race is held in a country that country will get x amount of spots in a race if they want them so this race is in england in the uk so there'll be a lot more uk athletes in this one than you know a normal fifteen hundred. So. The head-to-head battle there between those athletes is kind of important for getting picked on the team for that third spot. And we it's know like the UK, Gateshead. yeah, yeah, we know the UK team is one of the hardest fifteen hundred meter teams to make right if now. It's Not the hardest, yeah. Well, actually, did you guys just see like Charlie Grice just got super injured, kind of?
1: Oh, the uh, he, no, but he's sprained, back running. I think
0: he is. He sprained his ankle. And he posted pictures of Look, it. Massive. It looked really like, bad. Was it like a Morgan did, ankle? It, it looked like, like a Morgan, Morgan ankle. ankle. I think. No, it did. <laughs> like it looked real bad. That's what I thought about when
1: I saw it. It was a, it was a Morgan angle it ankle. He looked real bad. So well, I don't know speedy what, recovery for a boy yeah, grass. I hope
0: so. That's like that's just such a shitty injury. So, but apart from that, in the we, field, should we say who are the other UK guys are? Yeah, I don't know who who is Piers Copeland. Who Welsh
1: owns? dude. I think he he ran at indoors. I think Maybe indoor was indoor you british, british indoors. but okay. i think he decided he didn't want to go oh. he's good oh so we qualified but you didn't you didn't want to go i think so okay because we got
0: him and then also
1: george mills who's oac
0: europe fellow on oac europe yeah we haven't even talked about oac europe on the show yet
1: i don't know how that slipped under the radar <laughs> how do we miss that one well so there's a team now called oac europe got announced um, probably, what, two weeks ago? They did a great announcement video. Cool it was video. much better than the hashtag draft that we had, which was very, very cringe-worthy. Don't tell people okay, do I don't think people many people exist. have
0: seen this, but if you go on YouTube and don't you search up Morgan. OEC draft, it's it's put together by FlowTrack. Is it on FlowTrack's account?
1: I don't, or is I don't it know. On, it was posted on FlowTrack, you're right. Yeah,
0: so if you... Just find that video and it's 10 minutes. It's kind of long, but it's it's like very worth It's it. the worst thing ever. It's it's just it's very so entertaining. It's very entertaining. <laughs> the boys had to do some nice acting. It was like oh. this mock draft. Just just watch it. Just go watch it. But yeah, OEC
1: Europe's one was kind of way more hype. Way more hype, way more professionally <clears throat> done. And yeah. that's great because obviously like a, a brand recognized, okay, this is a, like a better thing than this thing. Yeah, The draft was Sorry. pretty... Two, two Georges. Yeah, two on Georges. Two on Georges. Yeah, and wait, who and, and then fellow on athlete, not OEC Europe, Charles Griffin.
0: Yeah, representing Luxembourg and on, so he'll be in the race as well. And he was in the Olympic final. Three thirty-two guy. So it'll be really good. and You then, know he's
1: gonna be out hot. Red hot. start, red hot. Is that the way he races? I think he's just right all his every rep he did in Boulder. He's <laughs> <It's> just so <laughs> really. Cool. He's yeah. like just top in speeders. Is- Amazing. He
0: comes from that 800 yeah, meter background. He's
1: 8, 15 guys, so he's always out the gate. Always out the gate, firing. Um, yeah.
0: And then the other Aussies are. Stewie has entered, so he should be there, I imagine. And then also apparently Rambo.
1: I think Ramson is also racing. So. Is, um, why Jake Whitecastle? No, <laughs> Whitecastle. White- 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 Wait, is Whitecastle the name of the fast food? Change. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: yeah. I've never been there. White. What's his name? My Whiteman. <laughs> Whiteman. Jake Whiteman.
1: Is he running? Oh, yeah. His own, his own. His I feel own like he thing? would
0: be announced on. Yeah. So we have the press release in front of us, which only says eight of the athletes confirmed in the race. It doesn't say the whole field. We think it'll be probably twelve to fifteen people. But you would hopefully have I'm to actually think. actually in there. Yeah, George is not on here, so hopefully he's in there. By <laughs> well,
1: they've, t- they've probably picked people that were in the gateshead or I yeah. don't know, UK athletes if, or if Wyman was in, he'd definitely be on this yeah. list.
0: Maybe he's in the 800, though. He could be doing the 800. Did the
1: 800 sound?
0: Yeah, so I don't know. Perhaps he's doing that because I can't imagine he's not doing that unless, well, this is the thing for a lot of these athletes and Whiteman is an example of this. He's coming from Europe and he's been based in America now for a month or so training. And maybe in Flagstaff? He, yeah. He
1: just was posting that he was leaving play. Oh, he was leaving. Wrapping up. Okay, repping up. He's, maybe he's going to Birmingham. Because I was going to say, it yeah. kind of makes
0: sense for like, especially someone like Jakob to skip this one and just stay in the US and then race pre a week later. Well, pre
1: is much more like, I'm not talking down Birmingham at all, but Pre is very, very big. Yeah, particularly if you're sponsored by a certain brand. If you're sponsored by <coughs> a brand that does like child labour, so um, <laughs> I think they do do that. I think we we got accused of child labour now as well. I mean, I think every brand is accused of child labour. Yeah, really. I think Pre is bigger. I think you're right. Pre is pretty historic. Pre is bigger with child labour or pretty bigger, <laughs> <laughs> bigger with Birmingham. darling? brands, all brands are
0: yeah all right we're not allowed to joke about child labor so we just got canceled fuck
1: coffee club doesn't use do we no we're, we're about to is every count of child labor well if you pay them well with on gear yeah on gear is not cheap yeah it's i know so, so if you pay them with on gear and they come to help us move does that classify as like i guess like abuse? technically
0: it is child labor but i guess child labor refers well, generally to it's a good question
1: like as a child like 16 i think under. once you get
0: your first bono you're no longer a child You become oh, well an adult. Then when i was eight I was no longer a child. <laughs> no. uh i don't know but i don't know how we got into this pre-fontaine big meat so i think a lot of the people based here are a lot of heavy be, hitters will be staying and racing it but yeah it's kind of crazy you guys are going over and racing that just for one one week and coming back but
1: dude i mean gateshead was crazier when yeah. i did that it was 36 hours of no sleep travel race then trouble big back. race i bet mean, yeah. that's why we're going so early this year Jason and I went that. through the shit of last year. Yeah, it was. It was now we're just going to go hang out in London for a few days. Yeah, okay, we'll we might be having chill. dinner with someone special.
0: Yeah, let's let's <laughs> give a little itinerary for everyone so everyone can get an idea of what it looks like to to go on a race trip to Europe because it is kind of a crazy thing. It's a big trip, big time change, which has a big impact on your body and makes it hard to train and race. I think generally it's nice to go on longer trips. This year is weird because. <laughs> Because World Champs is here in the U.S. And so there's a lot of travel back and forth. Whereas normally, I think, ideally, you have a big base in the U.S. and then you have a big base in Europe. Yeah, this year's a little different. So let's run through the itinerary for
1: you guys. So we leave... Well, we're going to start packing right after this. (laughs) Start packing. (laughs) Because two hours before we depart (laughs) for the airport. That hasn't happened yet. And then overnight to London. London! (laughs) Get there Monday, midday. Um... Whip over to our Airbnb in Kingston.
0: You guys are staying in Kingston? I think so. You know who lives in Kingston? Spider-Man.
1: No way. Yeah. You know who also lives in Kingston? Stormzy.
0: Really? Kingston is such a cool town because Teddington and that area around Bushy Park is really fancy, but Kingston is more like like younger people and it's like a lot of shops and stuff. It's a really fun place.
1: So yeah, me, Sage, and George do some shopping shopping um no but we'll probably just we'll chill out relax for a few days just get used to the time zone because it's a bit of a bit of a shock we've got a little a little workout a little workout? wednesday a little, little wednesday workout wednesday, workout wednesday with mm-hmm. float track um nice. no we're not with float track but <laughs> <laughs> little workout wednesday and then we might be having dinner with uh someone special well, I might be having dinner. I know Jordy's definitely having dinner with someone special. I might be invited. Oh,
0: is invite still pending? Still pending. How's that possible? <laughs> well, I just haven't mentioned that. Ollie he's too scared to it. mention that
1: this guy, this guy, has come to dinner.
0: Yeah. So, are going to tell them who the special person is? Or I just leave everyone? It's it's bink. bink. Yeah. Does our audience know who Bank is? Do you think we've, we've talked about, about We've who talked enough? about Bank before. Maybe so, with, like music, once. with music and stuff. So, anyone who doesn't know, B-A-Y-N-K. He's bink.
1: George, he's George's... Doppelganger. Yeah, what's you guys? Look, he's not at all. If we, if we, if he actually is there, you're, you're going to realize that we don't look anything. Uh, like maybe it's just the hair and the eyebrows or something. I don't
0: based know. on based on seeing pictures of them online, I think you would say they look, they look like typical New Zealanders to me. They yeah. look very. They typical, both look very Kiwi. typical
1: Kiwis. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's in London. Uh, he's an artist. He's a music artist. artist. If you want to check him out, Spotify, Apple Music, his stuff's amazing. Yeah, I'm a big fan of his. Well, that part is a big fan of his and Geordie. Um, is hopefully catching up with him for dinner, and I'm going to like just crash it. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Yeah. That's, just, that's the plan. And, uh, then, and, and this will be the first uh, Diamond League for Sage, too. Sage is doing the 800. So that's going to be exciting for her. Um, she just ran under sub two, so... so I think ran it'd be pretty... sub two. Ran ran sub two. <laughs> <laughs> ran under I was trying sub, to wrap well, my it, head around that. If you ran under sub two... What does that mean, if you run under sub two? If you <laughs> run sub two... It's obvious what it means, but what do you mean when are on negative him? time?
0: Yeah, it must be. I don't know. You <clears throat> kind of broke the system there. Yeah. But she's coming.
1: Um, is this her first time in Europe or has she been to Europe before? She's probably been to I'm Europe. Sure she's been. I don't know. Who knows? Don't quote us on that. We'll yeah. find yeah. out. Anyway, yeah. Sage and I's Diamond League uh, debutants. Debutants. Yeah, been- I'm very excited for you guys. I'm also upset though because I did um, file into uh, Wilder Diamond League to see if I could bring Gus.
0: You you them? No response. No response to the yeah. email.
1: No. Damn Gus, I'm sorry. So coffee club. Uh, what would you? What's his position with coffee club? Uh, senior manager. Senior manager. I CEO. CEO. Assistant. Assistant to
0: the senior manager. Um, uh, whatever it is, it's the most important job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'll be. I was thinking about this. Being an 800 meter runner is cool, but. Also, really hard because there's only, like, eight people that get into a race. Mm-hmm. So, it's the hardest part to make? I was thinking about Sage even getting into a Diamond League. You have such crazy competition just to get a spot on the start line. That's a good point, actually.
1: And you have to go all the way to Europe for a week to run for two minutes.
0: Yeah. Which,
1: I mean, we're only running for three and a half minutes, but... <laughs> yeah.
0: It'd be sick for her, but it is tough being 800-go.
1: Yeah. So. No, she's ready to rip it. She looks really fast <laughs> in the workout the other day, so yeah so keep an eye out for sage
0: Once she gets against some actual competition because yeah. in that race at penn she was so, so far ahead yeah. yeah so that'll be cool and yeah so you guys are in Teddington for th- oh, kingston for three days head up to Birmingham. <laughs> Birmingham. still don't know, <laughs> how, to, still <laughs> don't know how to say it. <laughs> 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 take a train, take oh, the you train. Ride. <laughs> and then uh the race is on saturday right
1: yeah and then party sunday party sunday On the plane? On the plane. On the plane, yeah. Me and George are just going to party. What time is your fly back? Afternoon? Two o'clock or something. We get back on the same day.
0: Yeah. Dude, isn't it just shit that like you have all this build-up to a race, and then you race Saturday? Well, I guess this one will probably be in the afternoon, but sometimes you race Saturday night, and then you just leave, like... Ten hours later, Sunday morning, and you're just so tired. You just feel absolutely terrible, and then you have a ten hour flight. I mean, these are like real, like first world problems. I'm complaining about right now, but (laughs) (laughs) it's just annoying.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think as well. Like, just traveling to that far for one race and then traveling back, it does seem like a lot, you know? Because like usually when people travel to Europe, they'll race for like three or four races. They'll be based there for a while. Yeah. Whereas we're like just going there for one race and coming straight back and then we I wonder what Josh Kerr's doing. Kerr? When is the, the UK? They're probably it's probably. The trials is later. Probably, yeah, is, probably he, is he running the Balmoir? No, run no. He actually got invited, but he chose not to run it. Interesting. So, so classy, he might gosh. be doing something else.
0: Maybe he is staying there. Yeah. That would be a long be time for him to stay there though, away from his training setup. I mean he but, doesn't live in um, Seattle
1: anyway. he Trains in Albuquerque. So. I think the team is team is there team's there anyway. There, though, yeah, I think oh, the the whole, thing,
0: yeah. they the, do. They do like they Loki do almost similar to the Bauman model, where they are on training camp for so many months, and you just don't really hear about it. I don't know if I'd like that. Like being in training camp for that long. Like, yeah. It's good. I, do, I mean, I, our training camp was meant was to go for like what seven weeks, and it lasted like five. So, <laughs> I can't imagine having to go on training camp for like what is it, four months? Training or? camp. Our training camp.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Um yeah! Yeah, I just couldn't. Like, I just like being able to not live out of a suitcase.
0: If you're in Flagstaff, though,
1: Flick. you would never get sick. Fleg,
0: you would never get sick. If you had Mike well, Smith, I mean, then. if I had Mike Smith around me, like I, I would have
1: no problems. I would have no problems. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think anybody in Mike Smith's life has. Any any problems or doubts? Was it just on the last episode completely. where
0: you said you want him to be your agent? Was that on the, <laughs> yeah, po- was that yeah. on the
1: podcast? He can take twenty five percent. Twenty five percent. He can take he can take it all. Take <laughs> it all. Like one hundred percent. I mean, Mike. Imagine Mike Smith just answered the phone for you. Yeah, I represent. He's a deep voice. I represent all the Like anybody's gonna get me to any race for that. Yeah. <laughs> so, be Mike Smith, man. Can you imagine? Yo, as soon as I got the flag, I just had, had just been one day there. I immediately felt a hundred times bitter. <laughs> well, also, we did, all, we did, all your injuries George, were they, fixed. They just fit. When we we're, when were at the shoot, because you missed the first few days of the shoot, we were like joking like, yeah, George isn't coming back. We're <laughs> telling Dayton's like, he's actually not coming back.
0: We're, we're going to have to go to him. We're going to have to move the whole group to George. Otherwise, it's just not going to work. Yeah. She, I mean, she told me the, I the, wouldn't the, have come I mean, back. If,
1: if the group was based around George, it probably would have been in flag. <laughs> That's a good point. Like, because yeah. I'm pretty sure... They would have been like, oh, why well, do you want to have the group? George would be like, "Fleek!"
0: Yeah. fleek. How why are we talking about Flags? stuff again? <laughs> again? I guess I said it, but you should brought it <Yeah>. up. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: um but oh MTC will be uh in Teddington, I think. Really? So, the yeah. other half that's not in flag. Flag, yeah. Yeah. Catch up for some. I went coffee into coffees. this coffee shop and every five minutes someone I knew walked in. Dude, you just know everyone, you like Carlos. Well, I mean, they were just runners. Wasn't pro cool.
0: runners. Who were they?
1: Craig. Craig Craig, Roddy, Craig, and Angles yeah. with Coco and Brett and then Dude. Uh, all the kudos yeah Matt McRoy came in triathlete and then Goose mm. and Alexa John Gusman Ver- version of the Goose one of the one, one of the half, Australian Goose half medallions of the Goose the other Goose is the Goose and then yeah. there's the Goose Gusman Goose I think that was all actually that's a
0: good but list are, like, that's quite minutes. an accomplished list of, of athletes so yeah that's flagged for you um the race, Birmingham. Anything else to talk about? Do we have any idea of anything about the race yet, or is it too early?
1: They'll set a pace for eleven hundred. Will the pace go on pace? Eleven hundred, really? It's pretty fast. They usually do eight hundred, eleven hundred. They did yeah. that for most diamond leagues. Yeah. What's um, what's your plan to beat me? To beat you? <laughs> Honestly, I'm not actually I'm not overthinking this one because <laughs> this one's the first one, and you don't really know where anybody's at, so. Because I feel like going into this race is going to be much more. Everyone wants to beat everyone, so just go and race it. I'll I'll hopefully feel good on the day and just race the way I think I can win a race, and I'm sure you'll do the same. And I know me and George are in good shape. So I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be a great race, so hopefully people can tune in and watch it.
0: Yeah, the boys had a really big, entertaining workout yesterday. So The whole team was at the track. Do you, do you remember any of it, I don't, remember, I don't remember one of the reps. <laughs> All right, here's the context. So Joe Klecker is racing Kleck the 10K next. trials in less than two weeks, and this was his big final workout before it. So it was definitely, if you look at it on paper, a 5K, 10K workout. It was not a 1,500-meter workout. 8K, 8K total workout. Yeah, it was, it was not a 1,500-meter workout. At all, and I had a pretty relatively easy workout. I was doing three, two, one mile reps at threshold on the track, so I was pretty much just running around and just watching what these guys were doing because they had. Well, am I allowed to say this or is this like secret? No, no, <coughs>
1: okay. it'll be on Joe's driver anyway. Oh, yeah, it's probably it, already up there. I mean, our training is not secret, yeah. it depends yeah. if, you, yeah. run <laughs> if so, you run for Bowman or not. True, you for you can't talk about it. So, the
0: workout was two sets of 1,600, 1,200, 800 400 And the prescribed paces were really quick. What was the first 1,600? So the fir- he, only sub- oh, I mean he only the prescribed, prescribed pace. pace for the first set.
1: That wasn't that bad. But then he yeah. just assumed... He just said that... The thing is, if you faster. look at it... Okay, if you look at it on paper, it didn't actually say to descend it. On my... Yeah, it it doesn't it. have to say on paper. If... No, but the thing you is, this, this is he this told us what happened. That when we got there. Yeah. You <laughs> this, know. Is, this is what happened. So, like, it was 424 for the mile. I think it was like 312 or 310 hmm. for the 1200, 204 for the 800, and 60, right? for the 400. Like 66. That was the times prescribed. 64, 62, 60. Oh. That was the times prescribed. And then when we went in the warm up, Joe was like, Yeah, we're going to descend the next set. And I was like, Didn't say that in the workout. That's not surprising, though. Well, to me, like, if you're looking at a workout like that, that's how I would probably
0: uh, I yeah know. but
1: descend it by the amount we did well yeah that was surprising I mean, that was mostly just clicker though it just it felt yeah. to me that like if I did the exact same set in the same times you I feel like gotten, I would have got the same benefit yeah you would have
0: gotten a lot out of it well again same benefit again yeah Well, it's not a 1500 meter workout so it's
1: like it's probably no. going to improve your 10K time, but... So, let's let's go through the second set. Because the first set, we did the times. We did the recovery. And then the second set came. We had spikes on. And uh, Clark Daddy was leading that mile. And we went through... <laughs> it was... Uh, <laughs> you went through 800? I think we went through and 208, 208. And then we closed the 800 and 204 to run a 4-12-1600. <laughs> 4-12-1600. Jesus. And then the next 1200 is where I don't remember. My soul left my body. Because I think I was with Joe... I was leading it and then Joe took over, which was good. At eight hundred? Yeah. No, six hundred. Six hundred. And then ah. with two hundred to go, I like I think I'm about forty second, two hundred. Forty I second last cool. two hundred. <laughs> I was cool. I was on the ground I literally didn't think I was gonna finish the workout. Did so you? It was
0: crazy from my perspective because I was I was just watching and ollie finished and straight away went went to the ground like on his literally on his i think he was on the ground after
1: the mile too really he's on the ground after both and i don't
0: see ollie like that ever (laughs) Mm. i knew Ollie was like getting i was hurting yeah but then the crazy thing is that ollie bounced back completely fine in the 800
1: 800 was 201 and then the last 400 was 56 with a nice little close from george on the outside yeah george ran probably like 52 or something how'd
0: you guys run the 400
1: 30 27 26 is that right george pretty uh the last like that pretty hard that's crazy and everyone was together it was pretty sweet actually yeah that was one of those workouts though where i knew i was just gonna be like on the ground
0: yeah i thought well, that's the like thing. G- joe's like a i mean we literally talked
1: about it the day before me and morgan yeah. said that was gonna happen
0: yeah that's <laughs> the thing like that workout is definitely a workout where ritz is completely okay with you being on the ground
1: well yeah i yeah but i was <laughs> on the ground no one else was well, george and george and joe were walking around fine afterwards i, I, was, was, that's, like, yeah. I probably would if i knew how to do that like, I've never been able to push myself ever to, to get to that point. I, I don't know how that's possible. Yeah. I mean, and that's like a, that's a talent and a strength to be able to push yourself that hard. Well, I, just, don't I just can't run that hard. I don't
0: understand how, you, how you're able to push yourself that hard and then your recovery was three or four minutes and then you're completely fine. It's so impressive.
1: It Was was it three minutes up between the 1200 and 800? Probably. Yeah. We, had good, we had good rest, which, yeah. which helped so well, to do those helps. times. Um, and you keep forgetting that we're at altitude sometimes.
0: Dude, that, that is the thing. Those paces are so hard at altitude. Anything close to 5K pace, I think, is probably the hardest work to do at altitude. It's brutal at altitude. So, so impressive. I mean, I think Joe's coming off running 1304 oh, yeah. or something a week ago. So clearly, I mean, he's just fit crushing get her, getting ready to race the 10k trials which is gonna be a huge race i mean that's gonna
1: be one of the oh, that race is gonna be nuts yeah. and alicia too like Alicia's crushed her workout Wait, did alicia have the same workout, same workout on, on her own on her own oh that's pretty and cool. i think all the reps that she did were a lot quicker really yeah yeah she's scary. she did a. she did a 64 um 400 in the last set and she went 33 31 that's pretty speedy for a 10K goal. Yeah. Like after all that work is uh, very impressive. So she's ready to rock and roll too. Um, but everyone had great like big workouts. Carmella and Leah had a big workout. You and Ben did yeah. a pretty solid workout. Like a lot it's, of mileage.
0: Yeah, our workouts were big in some way, but there's a massive difference well, between intensity. Doing threshold effort versus 5K. Yeah.
1: It wasn't the intensity. I don't even know what
0: effort you call that. I guess almost like all boss. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's just
1: like VO2. But... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was telling you, that's like the first hard session i feel like i've run since world indoors really because the only other time we've really run hard was when John ollie were just thrashing 800s a pin when i was oh running. yeah that workout yeah that workout was <coughs> that workout was much more pure rage too
0: but see that's a good thing i think that shows you because a lot of people listening probably ask they do ask questions about this stuff like how hard should you go in training and this shows you there are times to go really hard
1: but there are also times to not go yeah. really most hard. of the time yeah. <laughs> since world Indoors until yesterday i feel like all i've done Was like string stuff or like two hundreds, and that's awesome because you know until last pacing Joe that was actually the first kind of that was like a little warm up for yesterday. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it's sweet though because you know that you don't need that much of the crazy hard stuff, and you're gonna be freaking ready to go. So it's 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 cool. I think those workouts are fun because I, I mean obviously i haven't done one in a while, but you just get switched on. It's just closer to racing. You know, in training things are generally controlled. But in a workout like that, where you have the green light a bit to to go for it, you get a bit more mentally prepared, you get a little more nervous or whatever, like your body just gets a little more ready and it's a little more closer to racing. end. Mm. yeah, I'm excited to do a lot of that work because I think that's the stuff that I got to work on a lot. So yeah, you guys crushed it. So
1: yeah, well, ready to run a tank a tank. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Nah, that's, like, what you, that's what I said. It, it does thinking. feel like like I said that as a joke, but it's like legit, like, yeah. We do do 1500 minute workouts, but majority of my training is in 1500 minute workout. It's like 10k. Yeah, I literally just train with Joe. I feel
0: you guys. And, and you, guys Jordy, do,
1: you guys diverge sometimes. Yeah, we do. We diverge a tiny bit, like a little bit later on the season. But we do do a lot of 10k work. Dude, I'm not a 1500 runner anymore, anyway, so it doesn't yeah. even matter. <laughs> what do you mean you're running fucking <laughs> Birmingham Donnelly? You're a 15 guy. <laughs> Disqualified. Just got. Oh, I didn't even say. Oh yeah, yeah, congratulations! congratulations. George. You got picked
0: for Team New Zealand. New for the 5K. Zealand. New Zealand, so so you could still get picked for the 1500 though good yeah, yeah. so so well, this just,
1: this this race if you run the standard yeah it's a good good chance you know yeah so i'll just double i yes <laughs> might as well easy <laughs> is it a doable double it kind of is the it 1500 is. finishes before the 5k starts because my cool. my plan is to hopefully run to the 1500 yeah. get that done and then just have a little little drinkies at uh, the dock <laughs> And, and then I raised the, the uh the fifteen hundred at uh come Games. Oh, you're not gonna double? No, I don't think I nominated for it. I think you had to nominate for it, and I didn't. Want to try okay, off. I've
0: often wondered how much that really matters because. So, for anyone who doesn't know, when you even to get picked for Team Australia, you technically have to nominate yourself, go on the website, go on the portal, put in your information, and you have to pay for it too, and you have to pay for it hundred dollars, <laughs> but. Like, if you're, if you're, like, the best in the world and you didn't nominate, are they really not going to pick you? Well... How's that work?
1: <laughs> well, what would happen is if I... Hypothetical, if, say, Stewie or I or, or somebody won Worlds, you don't nominate because you're automatically selected. Well... But if you medal or you're one of the best in the world, you still nominate, you still pay the fee. I'm
0: so confused with what you're saying because how... am I'm, I'm you talking talking about champ, you don't for, have to nominate. I'm talking about qualifying for Worlds.
1: Yeah, you, you don't have to qualify. But any other, like, what I'm saying is, like, World Champ... You don't have to qualify you already yeah. qualify. but like anyway, if second you still have to pay the fee you still have to nominate stuff to qualify. God, how many have to pay for that yeah how's it free
0: yeah no nah, i don't remember bucks. i don't remember paying for it but yeah it seems like something that could be real i don't know
1: I, I remember i remember looking at, looking at it scammed no, <laughs> just I, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at it and i and i paid it and i like messaged i messaged like the people at AA. i was like is this serious? like am i actually paying this and they said yeah they said uh, yes, Keith. I Lord, think it, I think it covers costs G- you. Hey, cost you, cost you $200, hey Keith, costs you two hundred. dollars Keith, for you. Good to from your brother. Um, um, for you, for dollars is change the name. No, that you have to pay for it. So. <laughs> I had to pay two club fees this yeah, season. Yeah. Oh, I have to pay that as well. 200. 200. Have to See, be I, I get the club $130 fee. One hundred thirty
0: dollars club I, I, fees. I, okay, that is a lot, but I do get the <laughs> club fee because it makes sense that if you're gonna that you have to be registered at a club in the you have to be registered for like your athletic federation i do understand that but i
1: don't like the one thing i don't run in my club kit
0: you don't but you i guess you would if you were back home and stuff if you weren't so good you would you know what i mean
1: yeah but yeah maybe i'm still in my like high school the club that i don't live at (laughs) anyway it's like three hours from
0: my house (laughs) really I still got my same club, Randwick, Bunny. Harris. From when
1: I was six years old, Southern Districts. I bleed yellow and blue. I bleed blue, black, and white. Wait, really? I thought you were Cronulla. I'm blue, black, and white. There is no Cronulla. It's Southern District. Oh, okay. Mine, mine's black and blue and white too. Let's go.
0: Damn, that's pretty cool. I'm jealous. Um,
1: but yeah, I mean, the qualification thing and nomination thing is kind of weird because I, I'm guessing for USAs you have to nominate too, right? I'm sure you do for everyone. Because trials. Yeah, but
0: whatever um, so I feel like is that our
1: Birmingham preview done
0: I don't know what else there is to talk about well
1: I think in the comments people should mention <laughs> how they think the race is going to go who's going to win yeah um, who's going to get the bragging rights between me and George George <coughs> and I um, how many times have we raced this year we've raced just that one, one just 1500 oh the 5k I guess that was last, last year Oh, uh, was last year December <laughs> no kind of this season part of the season Part of the, uh, so we won one I would say one on one for this season. I think that was a season. 1,500 would be one over.
0: Yeah, it would be. For George. So definitely, yeah, in the comments, give it. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you think. And also wish the boys luck because it's a huge race for them and it's going to be very cool for them to go out and race against a bunch of the best in the world. It's what it's all about, huh? It's what it's all about. That's why
1: I wake up every day (laughs) and look at Gus and be like, God damn it. I, I do this for you diarrhea in the bed again. You yeah.
0: You've got to pay the bills somehow. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of our like specific running stuff, what's going on. We do have a bunch of QA which we're gonna hit today. So our first one comes from Augie. Sick name. Best tips for high school runners. Don't overthink it. Don't
1: overthink it. I, I think like the one thing that I did in high school was overthink times and like placings and nationals making like that sort of stuff is important, yes, but I think if you're having fun and you're improving on your own kind of trajectory you'll you'll see results if you really enjoy it and have fun with it and just don't overthink it because the one thing for me was i wasn't very i was good in high school but i wasn't like one of the top guys um so i just thought back then if i could relive it i would try to enjoy it more have fun racing and just enjoy your own improvement with it that would be my advice that was fucking great advice (laughs)
0: That's pretty much what I would say, as well. just yeah. have fun with it, because like it's you just don't get to do for running. Long, like yeah, and and being able to do it in a high school scene where it's you know just more about fun, more about spending time with your friends, I mean I' it's still very high pressure, like probably the most nervous I've ever been was when I was in high school, to be honest, mm-hmm. I was more nervous back then. Uh, state champs but that's champs, that's yeah. that's why it's special you know when yeah. you look back on it because it meant so much to you but yeah definitely all those moments all those trips you get to go on all those races you do all those pbs you run all those just training sessions that you do with your friends man just just enjoy, enjoy it. It. I yeah. it Like
1: it's just running yeah so it's meant, it's meant to be fun yeah. that's why we do sport yeah. i feel like we this kobe club is still live by that. it's just fucking running yeah. <laughs> i mean it is though like yeah. george like we're we, literally we going to, say, to we're going to england to do laps around a track and then coming back you know pretty crazy and we, get, and we get to do that against some of the best athletes in the world like that's just it's awesome that's, Just enjoy yeah. it
0: have fun with it that's still the quote that I, if someone asks me what's kind of like my best running quote or whatever that's still what i say 'Cause that's what Mick Byrne would always say to us. He's like, it's just running no one gives a fuck, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should have said
1: that to Colin, he asked yeah. me that in table talk. <laughs> that's what I said to him? Really? That's what
0: I said. Oh, yeah. I should have said that.
1: Yeah. It is a good one, yeah. Yeah. So you guys got any tips? You got anything else, George? I reckon that's Yeah. Yeah, Phil. I'm trying to think what I did in high school. George was just like a smoke show in high school, so he's just walking around with all the girls. <laughs> just with the ladies at the track me, just short hair. From the short farm. hair George coming from the farm. Did you I was like very. You had, a, back you, had prep, Clean, you had a prep haircut. Had to little, little preppy boy. Yeah, was I had to way. as well. Yeah, I like
0: how we said that as if we both didn't go to private boys' schools as well.
1: <laughs> I think <laughs> I just mostly just you can't compare yourself to you know now. Looking at, if yeah, I was comparing yeah. myself to what other people were doing, like I didn't even know I didn't know I didn't know what the word mileage was. I didn't know that was a thing. I Dude. didn't know how fast other people were running. Ignorance is bliss. It was. Ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is bliss. Like don't get That's caught gross. up in what other people are doing. Great yeah. advice too. That's one I would take as well in my high school. Especially at that age, like it doesn't matter. Just doesn't, no, just have fun with it. It really doesn't matter the- at all. What about you, Morgan?
0: Well, I kind of just piggybacked off yours,
1: so I'm gonna we'll yeah. Those are two great points that I think that we live by. I was stoked about what I was doing, but looking back, and then I was like, wow, there were other people were just doing so much better. Yeah. But it was, but I didn't know that. Yeah. And so I was still stoked so about what better, I was doing
0: because otherwise it would have ruined it. Yeah. One thing that they do, I don't know if they do this anymore because I think it's been shown to be pretty unsuccessful. Is through like the national pathway system, they would have this thing where to get supported at certain ages, you would have to be hitting certain times, if that makes sense. That's shitty. It's just the dumbest thing ever because progression is so Mm non-linear in this sport and in anything really. It's a
1: crazy thing with college too because like obviously recruiting to college, you have like, oh, these are the times to get into the program. Yeah. Which is understandable because like that's just the way it is. But there are kids that might just get those times and be able to do it and then there's like a massive growth in college so it's just like you said it's just not linear <laughs> yeah at every Growth level can come in crazy times still at this level it sucks when it's based on that i still think some of there's some like athletics new zealand funding that is solely based on yeah having a certain
0: it definitely is pb it, or whatever australia is the same yeah but i guess now you gotta find a way to do it but there's probably a better model. Be a system I guess. has to you be know, some objective yeah
1: so i think you know what they should do george Morgan? They <laughs> should just base it on followers on Instagram. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. Dude, if you follow so- on Instagram? You get the funny. That would make it so much easier for
0: everyone. Oh, God. It would make it so much easier. Just slide yourself out. Um, so, <laughs> thanks, Augie. I think that was a very... That a great question. Good question. This next one is kind of like pretty serious as well from Daniel. Have any of you struggled with image issues, whether it be because you perceive yourself as too skinny or not skinny enough for a runner? Which... It's a very real thing for both females and males at all levels of the sport. In particular, I think I probably started seeing it in college a lot. There's a lot of people who were probably too skinny and had bad habits. And I don't think it's like worked out that well for any of them. I mean, there's a lot of people who have experienced this themselves. And then they talk about it. And it's really good to hear, like Molly Seidel or something. Like, if you follow oh, her, oh, you'll, yeah. Yeah, like, you know all about their stories and about their struggles. So they probably can talk about this better than we can but i guess we can talk about yeah we can we can still talk about it from a personal level i kind of don't think i've really had anything like this because i've kind of i think i just realized like my body is gonna look a certain way and that's okay i don't know
1: no it's it's unique i like, mean i i definitely my personal story with it is i have much more comfortable with my body now than what i was um just before college like i was pretty embarrassed with my body um I was, I've been called it. a, uh, fat frog, um, like a frog with skinny arms, his legs, but like a fat kind of lumpy body. Um, and yeah, that's like, obviously I can laugh it off, but in deep down, that did, did hurt a lot. Yeah. And then going through, uh, college and then just working on other stuff, other focuses, it's, it helped me just realize that like, this is the body I've got and it's got me here. So I yeah. should be happy and thankful for it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I struggled with body image issues, like, earlier on in college. And then definitely was able to, like, have good people around me, um, including Morgan and, and Joe Hardy. And, like, like there's people that I just, you know, that made me feel better about myself. So that kind of helped. I know I have no arse. <laughs> um, I've been told that multiple times by uh, teammates, yeah, um, which is, yeah, it's a funny thing. But, yeah, like, come, come to a- accept it come to accept it i mean like yeah the, the, there's girls on the team that make fun of my ass i just gotta be like yeah, you know what fine yeah that's just the way it goes because if i it was the other way around i probably wouldn't be able to say it. no but it's yeah it's it's sometimes annoying but i i think the one thing you have to realize is like your body is always going to be unique and it can do amazing things and you should be thankful for for it but really it's our own personal growth journey and it's hard to like be able to reflect and compare like compare stories when Other people have different experiences. Yeah.
0: Dude, I just knew I was never going to have a six-pack. Not that I ever really wanted a six-pack that bad, but just the way my body is, even though I'm skinny. Dude, no six-pack for more. I mean, I'm sorry,
1: ladies and men. (laughs) <laughs> not to make you feel uncomfortable but i i think you got a great body in the sense of you like your legs and like oh, your thanks. your butt as well thanks, you I. and george <laughs> thanks, have, Ellie. Just, to, just to talk you guys up like you know thanks just to talk you guys up a little bit more but you you guys have great legs and great bums like your legs are very like and joe too has great like great athletic legs you know what i mean like yeah just really really like athletic looking legs hey, and Ollie, buns. so do you you got really nice hamstrings strings People say that, but like, who's gonna be like looking at the guy go- goes, "Wow, he's got great hamstrings." <laughs> people, see, I bet you people do though. That's the thing. People just look at me, and go, "Where the hell is his ass? It's cool. yeah, <laughs> this yeah. doesn't exist." I'm wearing his like half tights. Go up to his back. <laughs> I'm wearing <laughs> half tights, and literally they just like they have to be. I'm um, like halfway up my back because I have just got no bum, you know. Yeah, and it's kind of embarrassing. I'm scared to take my shirt off at practice because like you can see it more. But um. That's sad yeah, yeah it's, it, it, that, that's not true that no I, I'm much more content with it now but earlier on like when I was in college I wouldn't take my shirt off because if really? I was wearing half tights or shorts I'd be uncomfortable with my ass Gee. yeah so, so, so but you, it's that. something that you you grow grow with and I think also coming from Australia and having that sense of humor too like my I remember my football coach my soccer coach would be like oh Ollie, you still got to do some laps you still gotta go find your ass like there'd be really? jokes like that yeah, yeah. They would they would try and, you know, like, oh, oh you, your, head, your header is like a 50 cent piece, which is like all, I mean, you do headers. Yeah. It just goes all the way. So he would, he would <laughs> he make fun of Your head wasn't round enough. Yeah. He would, he would just make, like, I was just used to cop and shit as a yeah. sign and I just got a thick skin from it. But I can understand that in, in general, when you keep getting stuff brought up about your body and certain aspects of it, you definitely look at it in a different way and sometimes in a more negative way than you should. So
0: yeah i guess there's a time and place for the jokes
1: yeah because and, we and it's, joke it's also like selective you need to know like who you're joking with yeah, like i can joke with you about yeah. stuff and you can joke with like but there's a certain yeah. there's definitely yeah. certain situations and certain people that you. Well, we,
0: we make fun of george's body a lot but it's only for being so perfect so george has
1: a great body yeah <laughs> we did joke about the shoot because uh they always wanted his shirt off yeah for the shoot to do push-ups and sit in the ice bath and stuff but I'm sure, like, maybe, you know, George. Yeah, what's your response yeah. to, this, to this question, George? Because <laughs> we do, like, you do get objectified a little bit um, about it, so. Uh, I I just feel like I, and maybe that's just because you, you always have your body, so you didn't, I just feel like I've looked the same since I was, like, 12. Really? <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't really, like, like, nothing has made it change, like running or not running or like eating or not like i haven't tried to do anything but it's looked the same no matter what i do yeah so i've just kind of come to see that this is what i got
0: Mm. which has kind of
1: been a nice way to yeah it is good and and to be able to do that is is, uh is awesome i think because you're able to be like to be content with your body and be able to be comfortable with it's like such a hard (coughs) thing i have my very poor facial hair uh Your facial hair's not that bad, mate. Do okay. I've seen it's worse patchy. So Dude, Carlos Hey when you go through
0: puberty you'll you'll get facial hair. Yeah, exactly. Go, <laughs> that's why <what>, so that's <laughs> why
1: I still have a twelve year old's body. I haven't yeah. I haven't still haven't grown my first tuesday yet. I mean it's crazy. Carlos is like trying to go a mustache. He's like kind of the same. He doesn't have yeah. much be- facial hair. Body too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: But the the aspect of this question that I suppose we haven't really covered I and mean, I guess it's a good thing that it hasn't been part of any of our experiences is more specifically like race weight or anything mm-hmm. to do with that, you know, because some people feel like, I mean, it well, does make Mick, sense. If you lose some kilograms, then it's easy to run. But I don't know if I actually believe in that. No, because
1: well, Mick, Mick used to make fun of me for being fat when I was a freshman. So you need to lose weight to be like good. Yeah. But like Mick doesn't mean it in a way in which like I think I just started not eating and trying to get super skinny. I think I just started to run better and i think my body just developed into what it is i think that was actually some blissful ignorance in new zealand too i'd never heard the term weight race weight no yeah. we didn't until, either. i don't think it's a real thing no. i don't know we didn't hear it's definitely like an college. american thing though yeah like i'd never heard i didn't know that was the yeah. thing coming to college i didn't know about it like i, I just, just yeah
0: i have this theory that your body with the site the way that we train i guess maybe you have to have somewhat good periodization in your training but i think just the way that our training changes and the way that the season changes like through summer i feel like you just naturally just you i think you your body becomes, down a bit and it comes yeah whatever it needs to be if you do things right yeah i really like i don't think it's ever something that you have to actively or consciously yeah eat in a sense i mean obviously you want to eat healthy unless you're ollie great eat. sorry just had v-dubs uh you want to eat healthy and stuff but i think you can't obsess over doing certain things but you never
1: want to eat too healthy sometimes you just need to eat like that's true a shit ton of calories of something that is not we're also talking from a perspective of three males like i'm sure like the female
0: (laughs) yeah um, well i think i think like like menstruation and stuff like it's just different for them. that's a whole different story
1: like that we don't know about but i think just from our experiences like when you eat um you just like what you if you want to eat like just get like a lot of the calories and get stuff in fuel in like that's such an important thing now in sport in general is to make sure that you're you're fueled up because if you're not you feel terrible. Yeah, yeah. I know? think in some our our view on race weight is just that if you are doing all your other things planning towards this race training and your coaching and whatever like it'll just come. Like, you know, I mean? it's not something yeah. you actually have to consciously. Yeah. Right. I haven't been on a set of scales in years. Yeah. The no, I, t- either, I would go on a set scales once a year when they'd freaking, you had to do like, your start a year physical. The physical. And normally I wouldn't look. Yeah. Not out of luck look because I like couldn't, but yeah. I was like, this is pointless. I don't care. Yeah. But you would have to get on. I haven't been on scales since my last physical.
0: Mm. Yeah. I think for at least in our circle, the people that were around, and it was like this when I was at Team Boss a lot, and I hope this is filtered down to all levels of the sport is, they're very conscious about, yeah, making sure that you're maintaining what they would refer to as a healthy weight. And that's definitely earning on the side of more pounds than less. And that's for when we train as hard as we do, you know, you're at injury risk. And if you're, you weigh less, you're, you know, that normally means that you're not fueling enough or not fueling as much so that your body can't recover as much and you get a way higher risk if you are doing anything to limit calories or whatever, I think we would just all be at like higher risk for injury. Mm-hmm. And so it's like you want to honestly, when I with Team Boss, when we do all the skinfold type stuff that they do with that, with the, our nutrition, it's all aimed at making sure that you weigh enough. So that you're at lower injury risk which i mm-hmm. think is like the best way to go about it and yeah hopefully that's how the it other is. way around yeah hopefully that's how it is it's for a good everyone. way to look it up. i mean yeah. you still hear about stories for example there was all the oregon stuff that came out last fall yeah. about them doing like their dexa scans <laughs> or whatever they are doing and like but not using it in a positive way i think it seemed like that was a negative thing but yeah i think it seems like for us the the mentality on it is very positive right now and yeah hopefully that spreads to everywhere so
1: And I think people also worry about like putting on muscle, lifting or whatever. Like, oh, like I shouldn't lift too much. Like, I don't want to get muscle. But I'd say nine times out of ten, an extra five pounds of muscle is going to make you faster and stronger than without those five, just being weaker and lighter.
0: Yeah, I think if you if you're doing the running training, I think it'd be impossible to put on put on muscle weight that's like not not beneficial. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, not an expert on that, but I don't know. This is kind of our next kind of questions. They're kind of similar, but well, they're kind of related, not really. Well, okay, there was one that was roasting Ollie's body actually. Um, Billy, thanks, Billy. Uh, he he just wanted to know Ollie's bicep routine in order
1: to fill out the speed <laughs> Um My bicep routine. From uh, thanks, Billy, for bringing that up. Uh, uh i mean like it's it's really hard to maintain these biceps <laughs> when you're racing as well as i am so I, I i pretty much just usually try and pick take gus off the bed in the morning that's usually my bicep routine just so. one by gus pickup per day yeah that probably gets my biceps uh all jacked nice up ready for, for a 1500 meter race yeah.
0: yeah damn that seems like a silly question i was right after talking about <laughs> about all that stuff but uh i'll
1: find well, that is one thing that i feel like that's a healthy relationship with his making fun of his speed yeah. suit arms.
0: Yeah, I think we can all joke about each other's We're we're like a very safe space here where we can. Well, I guess hopefully for anyone listening, it's nothing is like triggering. But for us to joke about this stuff with among each other, it's pretty easy. Yeah. To do.
1: But we're, I'm very comfortable with. I mean, yeah. I'm very comfortable with you guys about <laughs> yeah. joking about my body. I make fun of myself most of the time. We
0: joke about certain aspects of our body quite often.
1: Yeah. It? Quite often. So. You know, yep. large or small, <laughs> <laughs> but, so, um, yeah, I, I think it's just to get to that mindset is yeah, it's, it's sometimes it's, <coughs> yeah. But all right,
0: final question of the day from Philip, Philip Ingebrigtsen. Probably he didn't put his Ingi. last name, so I'm gonna assume yeah. that it was a-
1: my boy Ingi. Ingi. Yeah, I'm still waiting for Ingi to respond to <laughs> hopefully I can stay with him at yeah, Oslo for the diamond <laughs> That'd be sick. Yeah, me and Ingi will hang out.
0: I wonder what type of place he lives in. I wonder if they like- live in Oslo.
1: Yeah, it's not very nice though. <laughs> it's not good.
0: I feel like I wonder if they, you know, I wonder if they live the the kind of more stoic. Well, stoic's a weird word to use there, but like the more Spartan. Uh, pro runner lifestyle or if they live like millionaire lifestyles you know or if cool. it's just a happy medium I'm sure he
1: lives in an apartment with Didn't his girlfriend And they give him Mercedes by yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but don't. maybe they just
0: do that for the Instagram and then they're like nah I'll take the Prius I don't know <laughs> I'll <laughs> ride a bike <laughs> yeah I'll take the bike I'll take the bus I don't know because I, I, I could see them kind of well they do spend a lot of their year on training camp and I guess whenever you're on training camp you live a pretty bare bones lifestyle so I guess they do do that a lot of the time but Yeah, Philip's question was, if you could only run with one runner's form, who would you pick? Do we have to make... Should we say that you have to pick someone else's? Because I think George would probably just pick his own form. Would you pick your own form? I don't think so. Oh, you really wouldn't?
1: You know how I like watching running recently? I like Chalimo's. Chalimo. Dude, he's a smooth operator. He is a smooth operator. Dude, that's a hard question for me. It is hard. Because I don't big fan of Portulimo's form uh, Portulimo does have good form I just
0: uh... but he the thing with Portulimo is doesn't he go kind of wild at the end of races isn't that him is he the one that he has some of like those kind of dramatic like finish line dives yeah. fi- finals maybe that's maybe that's him just really pushing everything out so I don't know if that counts as yeah. his form but he does have I some mean, wild finishes has good form the one
1: form if I could say it, which I can't because I'm a distance runner Marcel Jacobs, like uh, the way he, the the way he yeah. sprints. His form is so sick. I think personally. Also, I think Donovan Gie- Brazier. I, I like his form it's a quite hunting. a bit. And I don't. Really, I think he looks really cool when he runs. And I think for me, it would be more looking cool. I'm more I, looking cool. I, I mean, I, you could say Jakob, yeah. or you could say like, I just, I don't, I really think, I like my form. Yeah. I mean, it might not be perfect, but I do like it because it seems fine for me right now yeah but i think so if you um, want to change it you would just go full sprint mode i'd go sprint my <laughs> Jacobs. i think his form is so cool to watch yeah if i could do that at 1500 yeah it'd be sweet you'd be running pretty quick i would imagine yeah i think i'd be doing right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if i could run like that for every every hundred dude
0: my one uh is probably matt central i think mm. i said to you guys yeah because the thing is it's that i nice. like i like I like a runner who looks is really effortless. Act. Yeah, I like someone who looks effortless. And to me, Matt Centrowitz looks really effortless. I would say the other one who I like is Seb Coe as well. Mm. And the kind of marker <laughs> for me of how effortless they look is that even in races where they're dying, I feel like they don't look like they're dying. Mm-hmm. Like they're running slower, but they look very similar. And I think you know not many people are really like that. So I'm going to say Matt Centrowitz. He just he just always whether he is or not he always looks so in control, so that's how I would like to look. I like
1: that sometimes, but then I still like watching people in the last hundred like going crazy.
0: Bit of Nico Young out there, yeah, Bit of like McCall, McCall, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I don't know. They just they just run so they just run so like center just runs so quick and looks like he's throwing barely changes. I don't know. What about
1: uh, David Radeisha?
0: Yeah do you see i guess i wasn't really considering like when you're running as quick as he's running i feel like
1: it's you such just a different like yeah, yeah
0: he is i mean think about how quick he's running but look
1: if you watch his face and his shoulders like yeah, he's just 10, very like his is just a very it's a very sprint like his is very relaxed here but his arms are just yeah it's, it's not 10k form yeah I think, Robbie, I think 10k form who are you picking then Kiwi well Pikili does look very good. He does actually. <laughs> he does look very good. He's like all p- 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 but his stride yeah. is like That's who so I would pretty. pick for a 10K. Like I got so go pretty. through it the list and you could pick like 10k form, Bikili. Well no, George think, said Cholimo, so yeah, oh. yeah, I think Chalimo counts Chelimo is 5k, right? You could say chim's a five K I think what? I think you could call that 10K form. <laughs> who who the worst form? Who has the worst form? <laughs> the worst that, form? that's good. That's like, really good. Oof.
0: I don't know. Most runners most really good runners do have pretty good form. I can't think of anyone who's super like... In a, it's like you look at them and you're like, how do they do that?
1: I can think of one. I don't know if it's mean though. Just yeah, tell no, it. I it's really kind of like this guy. Say. It's kind of mean to so, say. Yeah. Okay, we don't say it. Then. We'll just <laughs> think it. But I don't know what you're thinking, so tell me later on. <laughs> 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 yeah. Not even that it's bad. It's just more of what Morgan said. It's like, how is this dude beating this guy
0: (laughs) yeah that is how it is sometimes but and that's when you realize because changing form is really hard to do i think in theory it's always positive as well yeah in theory it makes sense to do it but at the end of the day and there have been studies surrounding this like whatever way that you run naturally is probably the best way for you to run obviously yeah there are some if you have a certain pattern which leads to a certain injuries then you have to like do some stuff but i think they've shown that you're most efficient when you don't think about it so, yeah, it's an interesting I'm question. Good at not thinking. Yeah, at the end of the day, <laughs> you just go run, and you're probably going to be the best that you can be. But yeah, anything else, boys? Before we uh, before you guys go pack, and- I was about
1: to say, time to go pack. I'm gonna go play Elden Ring. Are you gonna bring your <laughs> Xbox to Birmingham? That's a game time decision. Game time decision. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna pack. I, just traveling with a lot of bags is annoying. But I feel like if you go play right <laughs> now, you'll you'll bring it because
0: I don't think. I think mentally you'll be like, I really want to keep playing. <laughs> I'm just at a really
1: crucial point. <laughs> yeah, I just oh my gosh.
0: I knew that Ollie was super addicted when I think it was three days ago. We so we normally run at 9 a.m. in the morning and normally Ollie sits out here until about 8.50 and then gets ready to go run. And he disappeared into his room and at 8 a.m. and then he didn't come out until 8.55.
1: And I was like, wait, wait, it was Oli. And he's
0: playing he's playing Elden Ring. He's playing Xbox. and, he's and play video games. I, had,
1: I had a dream about it. And I was like, <laughs> oh, crap, I've got to do that. So I went and played it and did it. And I felt very like I had already achieved something in the day. I that already is good. achieved something.
0: So. Dude, that's pretty awesome, actually. That's how I felt about it. That's cool. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, that's uh, episode 35, I guess. Please, everyone, wish the boys luck at the Diamond League this weekend. And, uh, yeah, thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll see you next time.